All right, welcome to Sports Inside and Out, Legends of Sports, okay, with another great edition, Voice of the Legends of Sports. I'm your host, Coach Chuck Hatcher, for this second, and again, we are the ones that help make the game of sports what it is today. That's right. Good to be back with you, and thank you so much for joining us and being patient with us, me and my, our producer, Max, Max Zilla, is here getting things ready, keeping me straight here in the... Uh, in the Central Virginia area on this particular broadcast, a lovely area where we are now, looking at the backside of, a, of the ninth hole, I guess, back there in the golf course. But listen, we're having a great time, and you know, we're doing something kind of special now, Max. Is uh, Wally Jones, our Hall of Famer co uh, co host of the show for the Wally Wonder uh, update? We talked about it, of course, uh, the, the, the NBA and how things are going, but mid now is cold blooded baseball season. And as you know, uh, the baseball has always been something of a community-based orientated uh, project, Max. It's getting better. We lost a lot of footing when they start defunding and, and abandoning the recreational leagues as they should and put more emphasis on communities and, and saving these kids through sports, which is the antidote for a lot of the problems that we have right now. You know, just talking to all the other legends, including the guys, and, you know, one of the great guys that, that Max that came on was the Hall of Fame first uh, uh, African-American uh, coach of the year in the NBA, Ray Scott, a dear friend and Hall of Famer himself. Um, he said himself in his, in his uh, uh, very, very good way, Max, is we owe it to ourselves to reach back as legends and have them understand the history of the game, community, and, and self-esteem. All these things come through sports. Let me tell you right now, this young man, his name is uh, Ray Pinto. He's from California, and this guy has got a successful uh, business and uh, things of that nature, project management, all that. He takes time. Now, this is what's good. You know, to feel the dreams was something when, when, uh, Oh, I can't think of the name, the actor's name. Now, what was his? Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner. That's right. Kevin. I keep thinking Kevin. Kevin. Some. Kevin Costner got Academy Award behind that thing too. So uh, that field was a dream that he wanted to do to bring uh, something to a community uh, that loves the sport and loves what it is. But the field of dreams gave people inspiration, and that's exactly what we got here. Uh, our listeners on SoundCloud around the world and whatever streaming on Sports Inside and Out. We bring you the news you can use and the stories that can tell, the things that you can do to make your kids and your family more safe, more uh, conducive to today's society for doing some of the contacting them and defeating some of the ills. Well, we got it right here now. This is an interesting story. We're going to talk about it. And, this is something that a man is wears his feelings and his dedication to kids on his heart, on his sleeve, I should say. Uh, Ray, let's talk about it, dog. Let's go over uh, your 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 bringing up in 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 uh, in, in L.A. 
Los Angeles, California region. Give them a, uh, your dad's and the family. Let's run down the whole family. Who was your matriarch? Your dad must have been out there, even though you had to do some things on your own to to accommodate a lot of, uh, of, of, of negative things to be what you are today. Let's talk about it that way. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So, good morning, Coach. I appreciate you having me, and I'm um, glad that uh, our paths have crossed, because God is good and doing great things for all. Amen. Um, for me. But, you uh, know, first of all, I want to make sure I may have so I'll pronounce his name wrong. How do you spell? How do you pronounce your name? It Ray? is Ray Pinotti. Pinotti. That it is. Okay. I'm sorry. No uh, sometimes the coach gets into a senior moment, but he's right here. Go again. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yes, sir. So, um, yes, I did uh, grow up in California. It was actually Northern California, mm -hmm. um, the south of the Bay Area, uh, right in Palo Alto, Menlo Park. Um, I was uh, raised by a single mother. Uh, whom had her sister live in the home with my cousin. Uh, so I was in a home with four women as the only male, as uh, unfortunately uh, my dad was uh, murdered when I was two. Oh. Uh, so I was pretty much fending for myself uh, while my mom was doing her best to you know, keep uh, the bills paid, the lights on, and food in our stomach. So, um, you know, with that, there's obviously a lot of troubles that can happen when a, when a young man doesn't have the right influences in the right structure around him. So, mm -hmm. my younger days uh, definitely led me down some paths that are totally unfavorable to what you'd want anybody uh, to, to experience. Yeah, you know that, that, that you took that, that responsibility and that uh, 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 that, uh, that that situation on your on your on your uh, shoulders early to be the man of the house. I'm pretty much, I think that's what we're leading to. Your mama, I'm quite sure, was was very dependent on seeing that you made a, a positive impact. Uh, not just for yourself, but what she meant for you to have. So, but you travel on to an area. Uh, and I think you told me that the military made it, made it. But let's talk about that baseball experience because you could play. Yeah, you were about yeah. one step away from the majors. Uh, yeah, no, I uh, had an opportunity uh, to play in a D1 college uh, that was brought up um, from being young. Uh, I would say the streak kept me wild. Uh, I could tell the way I explain people, I was kind of a feral child. I didn't have respect for myself, I didn't have respect for property, I didn't understand these things. Nobody was around really to, to guide me to understand that. My mom, again, she loved me, she cared for me, supported me, but uh, I was angry, I was upset, I didn't have my dad. So uh, my mom was busy working uh, jobs, so I was in the streets. And from there, you know, I can look back and reflect that the only time that I really had some level of consistency or felt respected or felt like people deserved my respect in that I needed to work for something instead of just taking something all came through baseball. I look back at that and getting all the way into T-ball through Little League, uh, it was paramount. And, you know, the, the sad part was is it only lasted for a season. Uh, so um, finding that uh, part of the year uh, was always exceptional. Um, you know, 
coaches always found me to be ultra talented, but super distracted. Uh, it would take a while to settle into a new team, new players, uh, buy-in is what, what it would take. Uh, but eventually uh, I would fall back into that group and, and be super successful in uh, sports in general, but baseball was the one that carried me most of the time. Uh, from that, you know, unfortunately, off the field, continue to find the negative influences uh, as they were always there the majority of the time mm -hmm. I was on the field, mm -hmm. the minority of the time. Uh, with that, uh, all my friends were getting locked up in juvie and uh, my mom didn't want me to uh, follow that same path, so she made a very heavy sacrifice in sending me to Missouri to go to military school, fully boarded pretty much all year round. Hmm. Uh, from there, with that structure, and you know, it was very heavy discipline. Hmm. Um, I found my way in doing very well in my academics because I had people there supporting me, a system supporting me there. Uh, I had a coach, uh, Coach Clayton, who was you know, uh, just a huge role model for me. He believed in all my talent. He had me play baseball. Uh, he brought me over into basketball, so that kept me busy, kept my mind focused, kept my uh, agility and my, you know, my skill sets in athletics uh, sharp. Uh, and, you know, through that, uh, even convinced me to join the uh, football team. I am a smaller figured guy. Uh, they didn't even have gear that fit me. Um, <laughs> you know, so when I was running uh, on a full breakaway, it was me in the end zone. Uh, it was my helmet rattling. I thought it was wide open. <laughs> and I had a blue chip player from one of our rival military school uh, 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 teams uh, take a good angle. And he was probably 130 pounds uh, heavier than I was as a full D1 uh, blue chip player. Uh, grabbed me by uh, what would they would call a horse collar today. Yeah. And picked me up and the earth turned upside down and pretty much slammed uh, on the ground. And <laughs> <laughs> I realized football wasn't for me, but coach asked me to stick through it for the, for the season because I was always good to squirt through the line and get that first down or get that, you know, two, three, three and goal. Uh, but uh, I left that. I went into playing soccer. Didn't really have soccer skills, but I had good angles, great speed. Uh, my defense was on par. I could get it out to the um, to the forwards, and um, just my multi talents in in multiple sports. But you know, paramounting in baseball. Um, you know, I had some scouts in the local area looking for me. Um, they had made some, you know, references and, and made some, you know, comments and looking for, because I didn't want to stay in Missouri, uh, looking for something out west. I got um, hooked up with uh, a college out that way. And because of my academics, I was looking at, you know, about a 35% uh, scholarship coverage. Right. And basically didn't have enough talent to just get on any particular sport, basketball, soccer, or baseball, you know, as a starter. Uh, but the option was there for me to be a, what they told me was a utility player, come in, be part of the practice squad, you know, keep working through it, keep working, uh, you know, on my skills. And if an opportunity should, uh, you know, present itself, you know, I would be able to take advantage of that. Um, so again, great 
school, gave me great discipline with that, came with a great coach that inspired me to go beyond some of my comfort zones in, in various sports, uh, opened up a door uh, for a college opportunity. But, um, you know, again, I graduated about six months early. Uh, wish I hadn't. Because I thought, you know, I just want to get back home, see my family, see my friends for six months before I pack it back up and get into doing this college thing. And in that six months time alone, destroyed the four years that, uh, that I built um, going to school and, mm. and getting that uh, scholarship. Mm. I just got caught up in various things. I didn't get in any right. trouble, but right. my mindset was gone. My, right. my tenacity for it was gone. That drive. Um, mm. it, you know, about two years later, I looked in, in the mirror and realized that I'm not, I've not gone anywhere. Mm. I was going somewhere. I'm not going anywhere, and what am I going to do about this? And mm -hmm. I realized that the structure of that military school did me great, so uh, Fell I, rolled, back on I rolled right over to the match, uh, to the recruiter station. They uh, signed me up to take my test, and uh, I scored very high. They asked me what I wanted to do. I wanted to be a helicopter pilot. They told me I was too short. My insane wouldn't allow for uh, proper uh, steering of the crack. Uh, so I told them I just want to shoot a bunch of stuff. I want to drive a bunch of stuff. I want to be respected in the MOS I picked. So they told me about 19 Delta Cavalry Scouts. And uh, it seemed right up my alley because I knew yeah, it wasn't going to yeah. be a career-long thing for me. Right, but I right. definitely needed some uh, direction, some maturity again. And so I signed up to be a 19 Delta Cavalry Scout. Um, and it was between Desert Storm and what we currently just got out of. So my right, stand there right. was 96 right. to 99. Right. Had a daughter and then got out of the military, moved back to California and mm -hmm. um, stayed there for a little bit. Got some work during the dot-com uh, era doing telecommunications right. Right. and then packed up and uh, moved east realizing that Family values are a little bit more easy yeah. to focus on here. Uh, I could provide for my, my daughter at that time, uh, better here, and that's kind of what led that path to Virginia. Let's talk about that moment because that's where it all really kicked in with the Phil's Dream concept. You fell in love, and also, I guess it's always been in you yes, to sir. really look back and reach because you played, uh, enjoyed playing. Uh, uh, you enjoyed playing a child's game. Yes, sir. Uh, even though you didn't make a living at it, it just sticks to you. And no way, if you're a golf or a baseball player, basketball player, if you enjoyed it and you were pretty good at it, then that childlike heart is still in you. And one thing you brought it in because of your 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 experiences, you 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 went through some things. We call it a, you saw a thing or two, reach back and grab the thing. Do you know? the disciplines of, but you also knew the disciplines of baseball. Yes, sir. And that brought you in here. Now, you had a brand new career coming east. Yes, sir. In the Richmond area. Let's talk about how that integrated and you and that little bug of helping kids in the sport of life. Yes, sir. Let's talk about that. Yeah, so uh, came back here. I wasn't chasing any particular career. I uh, had my daughter. Um, and uh, at that time, I just started uh, looking, you know, to fill the afternoons. Uh, she signed up for some t-ball. Uh, so I got the experience of being around the field again. So it started giving me the edge and, mm -hmm. you know, practicing daily with her. Um, and, you know, just 
feeling the excitement and the energy yeah, uh, through yeah, her and yeah. the other kids on the team mm -hmm. uh, was the spark that I needed. Wow. Um, unfortunately, my daughter chose to not continue to play baseball, uh, so I continued to coach. I coached wow. kids that weren't my own, wow. and through that process developed uh, a lot of knowledge on the coaching side of mm -hmm. baseball. Uh, then. I took a break for a little bit as uh, you know, work demanded the time. Uh, I was working ship work through DuPont, which obviously doesn't allow for time. And at this time, I had my son. He uh, started coach pitch right after T-ball in his uh, first season. You know, plant life, rotating eight-hour shifts. I only got to see about four uh, games, and it really kind of destroyed me. So I told myself it doesn't matter how much money I make here at the plant if I can't enjoy my life with my my family mm -hmm. and my kids then it, yeah. it's all for nothing so uh, yeah. I left that and got into project managing uh, building homes um, mm -hmm. for home builders and, and homeowners mm -hmm. and uh, through that process uh, have built uh, a great home for myself mm -hmm. I have a great teammate who's my wife she's developed herself <laughs> over the uh, 13 years yeah, that's what it takes uh, yeah. we've uh, been truly blessed by 15 acres of amen, land amen. and uh, built uh, our forever home on it mm -hmm. and uh, in that process you know uh, we moved into a new county and in uh, Dinwiddie County Virginia and immediately signed up for um, the Dixie U uh, baseball organization and it's been coaching ever since for the last you know five years or so yeah. you know that uh that particular uh, transition to the another county that you felt comfortable uh, fielding out and expressing the things that's in your soul and the things that you want to do and God has blessed you with enough to be able to do that. He will continue to do that, that's for sure. Let's talk about this thing because you got a history of turning lives around through baseball because of your leadership, your coaching uh, facade, uh, your mannerisms. The, the, and the, the main thing is that you've got God in your heart. Yes, sir. And that is a perfect uh, recipe for success, even what you're doing for life, for God bless you, your Lord bless you to do, but also puts the right, um, uh, I would say, uh, nuance in a young man's life to put him in a situation to, to, to be successful. You got a project, really. I know we're going to have to jump around just a little bit. You, you've gone through one, I think, division or one conference or league, and you jumped up and, and moved to another. But now you're dealing with some kids that are growing up. Some of them are really, I think, little, little prodigies for their age and their time, uh, numerology. But um, you picked on a project, and now you're into a, a molding and saving lives for kids that could fall through the gap, who have the talent, but don't have the uh, uh, mentorship or surrogate that they need to be successful. And you 
uh, saving a life of a generational possible family and a young man and a group, I should say. Yes, but you sir. got one particular one that really I want our listeners to pay attention to because this is truly a, a, a story within itself. Let's give, a, give them a little elevator. Uh, first of all, how you got a hold of the cat? Yeah, and the different controls is with him, you know. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's crazy, you know. Uh, kids sign up and they come in, they do their, uh, you know, tryouts and assessments, and you know, you get them in all sizes. You get them like me, small, fast, uh, skinny, um, and then you get them large, slow, and, and powerful. And this mm -hmm. young man just happened to just be a phenom, a freak of nature in the positivities of everything you could ask. Mm. Um, you know, I'm 5'5", 165. This young man, so I met him when he was, let's say, nine, 10 years old. Um, he was already bigger than me. Mm. And when I say bigger, I mean just filled out muscle-wise, height, uh, his shoulder width. You can just tell he was a thoroughbred. Right. Uh, but with that, um, you know, with coaching, you know, you've got kids that come from great homes and they, they fall right away. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. And that's that's all fine and dandy, yeah. and I appreciate yeah. all that. I, you know, you need that to be yeah. successful. Right. But um, I do try to identify with the kids that, that don't really listen well and that do, you know, kind of reject what you're wanting from them because mm. it's more than what they're asked from yeah. anywhere else. They uh -huh. don't understand the process right. of why you're asking and, um, you know, just getting to understand their path and how they got in front of me and where that resistance comes from. Mm. You know, this young man, he's, he's been um, raised by his grandparents, um, you know, and I know personally because my son goes to school with him, he does a lot of uh, resistance and fighting in school. So obviously there's a lot going on inside of that man, mm -hmm. young man that is uh, being channeled and, uh, and it, it can lead in the wrong direction. And, you know, I'm very transparent about who I am and what my path was. And uh, I tell these kids, you know, we could all dream to be, Major League Baseball players, but uh, the reality is it's slim and few and far in between, but don't ever give up that dream because if you're shooting for the stars, there's plenty of other planets to land on in between, being college, uh, getting a degree uh, in something else that you'd be happy doing for, for your life to provide for yourself and your family. You know, these are baseball and sports are, are stepping stones to what really life is about. If you can't make that ultimate goal uh, as long as you follow the guidance and the instructions and, and what baseball and sports provide you, it can help you in your academics, it can help you at your home life and things of that nature. Okay, let's talk about this now. The genesis of this young man you're talking about now. Mm -hmm. How was he adapting and coming along uh, to where, or where did he adapt? How was the adapting of him coming along with your system and your advice and your, your mentorship and taking him from the start to the middle okay. area right Very now? Because we're going to talk about 
the caveat where he's at right now. Oh, yeah. Second yes. question. Yes. Um, super excited, right? So, you know, we drafted him again uh, this year. This is our, our second season. And, uh, you know, we're in the Dixie. You, you only get a couple practices and then you're jumping right mm -hmm. into games and mm -hmm. no practice during the week and mm -hmm. it's just game to game. And mm -hmm. uh, this young man, uh, he sprouted up another, like, four inches, probably put mm -hmm. on another 40 pounds from mm -hmm. the year before. I mean, the guy, it's phenomenal. It, mm -hmm. It's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And it was uh, game one. And, you know, here it is, uh, you know, circle up guys, stretch it out, all that. He's just kind of goofing off, you know, not paying attention as usual. And, mm -hmm. you know, when it's time to, you know, uh, you know, I like to run him to the poles uh, real quick. Um, I call him ice cream and cake. So I tell him to get some <laughs> ice cream cake real quick and then get in the center field and shag right. some balls just right. to get the uh, blood flowing. Um, and he's just, just, just doing this weird prance jog. Every, you know, everybody else is almost done. He's just kind of skipping along. And, you know, I know I've seen him run, so I know he can put more into it. Mm -hmm. And it's, you know, hitting pop flies. And, you know, he's just, he's, he's not dropping back. Mm -hmm. it, it just seems like he's just not connected. And so mm -hmm. I just go through the routine because I got to, you know, be connected with the, with the young men that are. Right. And we come into the dugout. Um, we're the home team and you know uh, the guys are taking the field he's in the dugout you know if you don't if you don't hustle hard you, you just ain't going to start mm -hmm. you, you'll get your opportunity but mm -hmm. you just I can't let that be the example right. for the guys that right. are right. even if they're less talented they're going to get that start right. um, I just you know stepped up to him and 100% again um, I'm shorter than he is I'm looking up to this young man who is 12 years old Mm -hmm. Probably 175, 180, solid. Probably six nine. Uh, shoulders are okay. six inches wider than mine on both sides. Mm -hmm. I, I just I say, what are you doing? Why are you here? Mm -hmm. You've been with me for two years, and the performance you just put running to get some ice cream cake and to take and shag those those balls. It's the same guy from day one from two years ago. Mm -hmm. Why are you here? He says, I want to play baseball. I said, you don't want to play baseball. You're here. If you wanted to play baseball, you would take accountability for yourself in the time that your peers next to you are putting in, the effort they're putting in, you would at least match that. You are not matching that. What, what is the process? How do I get to you? Because right now, we're, we're not linking up. Mm -hmm. I get little spurts of it from you, but you you just got to be coachable. And if you just buy in, I can help take you somewhere. And this is when I literally grab the young man's, you know, triceps and biceps, both of them, you know, and I'm just lightly, you know, squeezing them, you know, because sometimes a touch also yeah. helps oh, you know, yeah. get oh, that, yeah. you know, that, that, oh, yeah. that sense of, you know, we're here right now. Yeah. And we look at each other and I said, son, my boy is a hundred and or, or 87 pounds soaking wet and he's got all the talent in the world and he he works every day at home he takes cuts he takes reps he's hustling he picks up his teammates you know what i'm talking about i need you to have what my son has and maybe we can't get it all up front but if mm -hmm. you can start giving me some of it i can show you 
what we can do together. Because if my son had what you had, and that's where I kind of like just lightly, you know, squeeze his arms mm -hmm. from your neck down. If my son had what you had, he would already be scouted by colleges mm -hmm. right now mm -hmm. because he's your man size, your college mm -hmm. size already. Mm -hmm. But from your neck up, you are lacking. Mm -hmm. He has the, the neck up. You have the neck down. <laughs> if I could Frankenstein you two and have the player, you that could be cute. that. And that uh, then that inning was, was over uh, mm -hmm. right there. And uh, it's time to go up to bat because, you know, uh, we're home team. And uh, he's fifth in the lineup. And uh, we... Get real close. Uh, it was uh, pretty much a one, two, three inning. He went and took the field, and then he came back in. He was the first one up. And before, you know, we always do our quick, you know, family on me, family on three. And before uh, we break on that, and he's going to go uh, out and take his first at bat for the mm -hmm, season. Mm -hmm. uh, I tell him, when you go out there, you take cuts the same time the pitcher's pitching to work out your time. This is a coaching thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody else does it, you need to do it. And when you get in the box, you need to spread your legs wider than your shoulder as we talk. Mm -hmm. You need to bend your knees, you need to be athletic. Because you would just stand straight up and just, you know, just swing the bat. Yeah. I think the kid probably had six contacts the, the year before, maybe two base hits. Mm -hmm. And during the practices, we got some glimpses of things that he was trying to bend his knees and all that. And I said, just just do it for me. Just do it. Will you do it for me? He said, Coach, I'll do it for you. So he went out there. I could tell he was locked in because he was swinging at the same time. The pitcher was pitching, working out timing. So I could see it. I'm looking at him from the baseline. I'm giving him the thumbs up. And he gets in the box and he stands up tall. Maybe he's nervous. Maybe he forgot to get athletic. So I'm like, hey, open up, open up. You know, get your stance right. Get athletic. Get, get back on that back leg, that big, that big leg. And you can see he did it. And then he went and, you know, looked at a strike right down the middle. I was like, oh, man, I hope this man ain't going to, you know, just take a look at everything because it's nervous. He being first up, first time, first game. And uh, I said, don't, don't be afraid, man. Just take a good cut, the one that's right. And the next pitch that came down the pipe, this man swung the bat and missed it completely. But I will tell you that every single person at that field realized this man has a swing that is so violent, so powerful, that it is beyond anything that I've ever seen. I mean, it's 100. Me and my, my coach, we're looking at each other across the field like, did you just see that? I'm looking at the dugout. People are like, you can hear the, the I'm mm -hmm. on first base. I can hear the visiting team. You can hear the, the gas from the woes. Like, I'm glad he didn't connect on that. Well, looked at the next one, ball. Looked at the next one, ball. Pitcher throws another one. That swing came out. He connected. And he launched that thing 50, 60 feet past the fence. Oh, and it was... Man. Effortless. Out the stadium. Uh, out the stadium. By a mile. Like a scud missile. Yeah. Out of here. That was, it, was college the, the uh, distance. Oh, yeah. it, it, oh, it was every bit of 300, yeah. 300 plus. Oh, man. Um, and, and it was just so crazy because I'm holding down first. He's jotting around the bags, right? 
He totally misses first. <laughs> he totally misses it. I'm like, come back, come back. But you know, he's in. I'm, I'm, I'm going around his back, but he yeah, touched second. Yeah. He touched third. He came home. The whole squad cheered him up. I looked at the blue. The blue looked at me. I looked at the blue. Blue didn't call him out. It was all good. Yeah, he got cute. to celebrate. I went back in the dugout. Some oh, man. man, fundamentals, right? Fundamentals. Uh, he did great. You got your stance. You bent your knees. You got athletic. You swung the bat. You had the best hit that I've seen any kid your age ever hit, but you missed one thing. You missed touching the first base. Fundamental. Don't, don't, don't. Yeah. All the excitement. Don't yeah. let the fundamentals go because it would have been a real sad day if Blue would have pulled, <laughs> would have pulled you out and you had a home run to an out. And uh, it was just, it was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. You can see at that time there's a spark of, yeah, the, of buying. The light curve came on. Yes. The light came on. The twinkle. I mean, yeah. it was pure yeah. elation yeah. on his part for me mm. too. You know, it, it was, it was, I know the moment in that dugout, just me and him, everybody else on the field, why are you here? The, the connection of grabbing his forearm slightly, uh, his biceps, triceps, uh, it, it just, I could feel that connection. I got the buy-in, and now it's like, where are we going from here? Right. 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 Well, it looks like you, 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 you got a prodigy that's locked and loaded on you. Yeah. And that's God's will because you have become a surrogacy ship, not just in his life, but you've become an instrument of the Lord. Yes. And that is a key thing for, for, for coaching and managing. You know, we, the coach is supposed to make a lot of mistakes in his life. He has to have, in order to have the wisdom to say what the heck he's saying. Yes, sir. So you got the wisdom, and you got, you got wisdom is the culmination of, of uh, I, I would say, determination, wisdom. You got to go through experience in order to have uh, the the uh, the things for 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 experience to, to turn into wisdom. So, you know, those things you've turned into a situation that is somewhat as we call it, Max, is your sports ministry. Yes, sir. Because this is it. Where do you see this young man in, in the very near future? Well, if he continues to progress, yeah, uh, hopefully I've, he finds the Lord. Uh, as he be, yes, sir. Um, I, I've got a couple of my guys that, uh, that go to church. I, I see them at church, and mm -hmm. I tell them also to spread the word and, you know, get that favor. You know, sometimes you get mm -hmm. buying, you got to get it from your peers. Right, right. From, you know, That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, no, but the update is great. You know, like mm -hmm. I said, uh, you know, he, he jacked that thing. And, and unfortunately, sometimes when the kid's first real hit is a home run, it's poison. Yeah, right? yeah. And everything's got to be a home run. Everything right? so got to yeah. be a home run. It's like shooting a three-pointer. Once you finally hit one, it's oh boy. Yeah. I'm, I'm, everything's going to be. It's, it's, you know, you know, have to work to get it. You know? yeah. And so you can tell he had swagger that game. He had swagger that game. Mm -hmm. and, you know, we get into the very next game. Mm -hmm. And uh, no hustling. Mm. Actually, it was just like, what are we doing here, Quran? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, you you got you got to stick with it. You got to stick with it. You can't. It's not a part time thing. It's a full time thing. You put the cleats on. You put the uniform on. Mm -hmm. Step on the field. It's one hundred or nothing. If you want to go somewhere, it's one hundred or nothing. Mm -hmm. It's not a part time deal. No coach. No nobody's ever going to pick up a guy that's part time. Right. You got to be right. fully committed. So, uh, you know, here he is. He gets up to his first at bat. And um, he takes 
three big swings, amazing swings, mm -hmm. strikes out. But because he feels like he should be putting it out of the park every time he steps up, he takes his helmet off, he spikes it in the dugout and drops an F-bomb to where parents can hear it, dugout, everybody can hear it. So, you know, it was uh, really mm -hmm. disheartening to see yeah. how high he was to now there's some basic standards to the game, right, right. Um, to right. go that low, you right. know. And, again, that comes from not having that that stability That's right. off the field. That's that, right. You know, highs and lows, yeah. the peaks and valleys are so far in between because there's not mm -hmm. consistent, you know, right. playing right. in the middle. So right. um, we had to bench him for that game. The next game, he was benched. Um, and uh, it was it was beautiful because before the next game, he was required to show up, support his team, be in uniform. You know, when we're doing the family on me, family on three, you know, he, he took it upon himself to apologize to the team, to the coaches, uh, for the embarrassment and the lack of discipline. Um, and it was great. So a lot of talk in between innings while, you know, I'm in the dugout and um, uh, kids are on the field. Uh, so we had a lot of talk, and uh, going forward, you know, he's probably Jack another four out the park. He's gotten a lot of solid base oh, hits yeah. that are probably putting holes <laughs> on the chain link fence. Um, you know, the other day, uh, it's all-star uh, selection week. It's really tough, right? You get a lot of kids that have a lot of talent. You gotta weigh out, you know, what the hustle is, what their merits are. Will they have another opportunity for this versus someone that won't? Um, and it, there's risk, you know. It's as much as much as I want to take a team and we go down to Louisiana and win the World Series. That's phenomenal, right? It, that's a coach's dream, right? A kid's dream, but also. It's also a dream for kids, and All-Stars is a, is a tool to be used for kids right. that have talent but lack discipline and, right. and consistency. Right. So right. we were on the fence uh, if we were going to take this young man. And, uh, you know, uh, we, he, didn't know, he doesn't know about All-Stars. He's never been on the team, right. never considered himself to be one. Right. You know, we had some talks with him through uh, the middle of the season. You can see there was still some effort, um, but it wasn't as hard as he gave away a secret. He was racing the boys one day after a game to the fence and back. I'd never seen him run so fast, run so fast. Mm. So as soon as he was done, so well, uh, we got a new bar, don't we? He said, what? So we got a new bar, don't we? He said, huh? Say, we got a new bar on what your speed is running on and off the field, during play, the base pads, everything, right? Because I just watched you outrun anything I've ever seen you do before. So that's our standard. We're holding you to that. So we got a little hustle, but you'd still fall out. And uh, the last game, no doubt, last Monday, um, we're, we got our selections in. He's on it, but we have time to reevaluate, you know, case we want to determine some of the, the, the tailing guys. And right. Sure enough, he hustled his butt off, made two great plays in the field, had a nice line drive to the fence, and then to top it off, 
He jacked it again. Oh, Lord. Another 60, 70 feet past the fence. And that. I've been working with him because, I, you know, he's got the buy-in. Hey, no. we don't swing for fences. Yeah. We swing for contact. Right. And for you, if you get contact, the fence will automatically come in on its own right. because your swing is so violent and so powerful that it's going to move the ball. And, you know, it's just great because now he doesn't have that. It's got to be a home run mentality. Right. Right. He doesn't go up to the plate like that. He doesn't swing like that. We are working on his swing to just be fluid and for him to see the ball all the way in right. and magic right. happens from there. And uh, so he'll be on the all-star team. And, I'll be dull. Uh, one of the kids that plays on the second team in our on in our um, Sutherland yeah. Youth Baseball in Dinwiddie, he was one of my other kids that uh, that, that that had some you know you could tell he was struggling. He wasn't very disciplined on the field. I gave him a, a pat on his back, turned around, want to put fist up like you know don't touch me. You know I was just like okay, all right, no problem. But I was just. Congratulating you. And, uh, you know, my last year with him, I didn't get to draft him because he got picked uh, before I could. But uh, that young man, you know, doesn't come from much, doesn't have much, but he knew it was my birthday. He ran around his house and got a food line bag, stuffed it with some fruit roll-ups and a bag of Skittles and some crackers. And, and, you know, the young man, you know, presented that as, as my gift for my birthday. And, you know, it was so hard. You know, he, he, you know I gave him a hug. He, he, he teared up. And, you know, it, it's great because I don't get to coach him. I get to play against him. And he put a couple of shots up the middle on me. He learned to run the bat. So I was pleased to say that we drafted him into our All-Stars this That's year great. as well. So we got two kids that... Uh, I'm really a firm good. believer that yeah. iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. So when you get kids that, that don't have the full Amen. picture, but have the full potential, mm -hmm. when you get them around kids that have the full picture and may even lack the full potential, but the full picture helps paint it for them. And I believe in my heart of hearts that this all-star all season for these two young men are going to impact them, especially yeah. uh, the, yeah. the bigger fella will impact him because it's his last year for the opportunity that will make tremendous strides for him in his uh, athletic prowess. Mm -hmm. and, okay. You know, Ray, we, we, we got a quick little elevator to conclude this thing. We're going to a conclave, and now we want to talk about your your dream uh, and how you are coming along and the things that you want to do for your field of dreams because you talked about everything else. Let's talk the last part of it. How it's important for you to have these kids have a place to go to stay in touch with something that's helping save their lives. Your field of dreams, this thing that you're coming in with is, is that God has blessed you with is something phenomenal and this is not atypical. What you're doing is not atypical. That is a person that is strictly uh, uh, possesses a moral fiber and spiritual foundation that can reach anything because of your your the love of Jesus. I could honestly say that's that's that would be a good way. But also know. 
that something is in you to be able to teach and, and direct the kids. This fill the dream activity. Tell them what's on that thing and what you did to get that, first of all. And then we're going to conclude yes, with sir. a closing. Yes, no. sir. So um, it just, again, happenstance, God, path, puts you in different places, different times to meet different people. And, you know, uh, fortunate enough that I came to help you out. Uh, and we just happened to be chopping it up. You asked about my day. I was elated to tell you about my experience being a coach and not knowing who you were in your history. Uh, we <laughs> shared some uh, stories and, you know, in in my dream, you know, it's, it's hard. I don't come from anything I've uh, acquired through my teammate, my wife, her hard work, my mm -hmm. hard work. Mm -hmm. We put something together, about 15 acres, um, and, uh, you know, I mentioned, you know, I just wish I could connect with a pro athlete that, that has a love for the game, that could understand, you know, the impacts that the game has for kids and uh, try to put something together where, you know, we lack boys and girls clubs. Right. You know, you right. get them right. in the cities, uh, but we are on the outskirts right. of the cities. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, we lack, these kids lack the, the, the consistency of the structure of sports and you know my, my dream would be is is you know I've got a small dream already I've uh, built a, a, a American Whipple, Whipple Ball Association size yeah. field in my yard it's got a fence yeah. with leather yeah. base pads I bought AstroTurf you know so that way the grass doesn't have to look dead everywhere because <laughs> I want my yard to look right but it's worth the sacrifice <laughs> you know I've got uh, a full batting cage that any kid at any time their parents they're allowed to come over fire it up uh, it's 15 wide 15 tall 7 long uh, I'll go out there and I'll coach and I'll put lights in it you know yeah. it's you know I can only do what I can do on what I got but yeah. I do it a lot uh, I, I bring kids in you know I throw I throw uh, gatherings where it's parents versus kids and wiffle ball and, That's cute. and yeah. you know so to me it's it's so fulfilling to see kids bond over sports and it's so fulfilling to know that that is my opportunity to break in to young men and or women uh, uh, and get them at a different level and, and lay down different expectations get their buy-in that if you follow something of what I'm offering it may not be perfect for you but if you follow me, we'll critique it to work, but you will be better for it. And, you know, my, my, my dream would be to be able to put up an indoor complex that would house a, a nice basketball court. I've got a, a half court that I put in there. It's, it's a true NCAA mm -hmm. uh, uh, backboard. I've got a half court now mm -hmm. that's where the boys play. Mm -hmm. But I'd like to be able to carry multiple sports to where these kids can, you know, get a, a bus pass and be dropped off right there every day before you even pick up the ball there's a study a uh, little study hall small room on the side that you know with one kid that plays basketball is good at algebra he can come help the kid that's playing baseball that's not good at it maybe the kid that's playing baseball is really good in english he can help the kid that's you know playing basketball with english and you know let them mentor and tutor themselves to get high academics because again you know sports are great but academics opens up 
the, the, the Pandora's box of opportunity. You know, you, you speak it so true because today's kids have so much stuff we didn't have an opportunity mm -hmm. getting in the old days. So what you're saying right now was taught to us by guys like mentors. Yeah, I was say, a guy that wasn't, yeah, wasn't yeah, going to yeah, go to a yeah, G1 yeah, full ride scholarship yeah, yeah, without my yeah, academic uh, yeah, acumen. I yeah, would not have been eligible yeah, for yeah, them to find the. I mean, yeah, literally, they were scratching for the other ten, the other fifteen yeah, percent mm -hmm. on each sport to be a, a practice yeah, player, yeah, a utility player. Yeah, but it was the. It was my academics that opened yeah, up the large percentile yeah, scholarship, right? Yeah, so, and that's what I tell these kids. It's like, look, and who needs to go D one? You don't have to go. That's a. That that's, is the biggest know, myth of, of anything. Yeah, and puts a kid into another situation that puts an obstacle right. or comfortability in their way. When a kid is in a kid, if they got more division to, well, I know, well, I'm a product there to a great degree, but there's so many out there yeah. that can feel so comfortable in a small division too. And the whole gimmick is getting them to understand you could yeah. be a big fish in a little pond yes. and be more appreciated than being a shark in the ocean and you just a shark running around trying to eat something. So it, it, it's, 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 it's imperative that we get that. I like to hear that because this is Grant type of stuff you're talking about and and this thing all you need is about a uh, a half a million or a million dollar grant and with your proudness and your ability and and your and your uh your knowledge of construction construction man that's all you yeah. do is build houses yeah. I mean, and obstacles so you yeah, never a gym yeah, on the property yeah, for yeah, the kids to yeah, do their yeah, workouts their yeah, uh their um yeah, their weight bands yeah. everything so it, if you get a half a million, you got you a building to go because there's so I, many. Uh, art, I'm not artificial, but there's so many prefab type of things you can reinforce yeah, and get all that. Structure, yeah, yes. The biggest thing is the court. Yeah, court and the field. Yeah. I, yeah. I can court get a dozer. I can yeah. lay a field yeah. out. You know, uh, I've got sure, a guy sure. that, that, get, that gets turf reclaimed mm. from all the colleges. I get it at a discounted rate. I've been rolling yeah. it out. Yeah. You know, that's what the batting cage is yeah. made out of. Yeah. It's just really sad yeah. because there's so many yeah. resources that are out there that if you don't have the avenues to get them. To get to them. You know, you could actually, because uh, we got to talk, talk it is and call uh, what it is, a, a dedicated white former athlete with this type of mission statement and spirituality in it, it's almost uh, instantaneous if the word gets out of what you're doing for uh, all kids, ethnic and more, that is a Pied Piper for people to come to you with that type of grant money. Uh, everything is, you know, it takes it takes a takes a, a first step in order to, to go on a journey. So therefore, what we say to you, uh, pray and watch that these prayers come through because you're praying now for a specific thing to save lives yes. and be something that's impactful. If, if the only thing, if I was blessed, mm -hmm. let's just say if I was blessed, mm -hmm. the only thing I would ever want out of it is just to be able to maintain where I'm at yeah. and do mm -hmm. something that I love more right. than right. anything right. 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 and just get to see kids mm -hmm. 
do bigger things wow. than they ever wow. thought they could. Wow. Wow. Because, you know, they could get out and be a veterinarian. You know, if I get to learn kids hey. who love animals, hey, oh, hey, you can go to college and be a vet. You know, yeah. if you can't ride. You can use ride, sports. Exactly. To be anything. To be you what you can with a free education and the uh, the spec of you being a ca- athlete that's capable of playing at that level gets people around you saying, you know what, that'll be an excellent guy to work for me. Yeah. You know? I mean, and yeah. you get yeah. those kids and, yeah. and you can get them outside of just the yeah. two or three months you got them yeah. and there's a facility yeah. for them yeah. to still come. And, and even if it's just, you know, summertime, no, nothing yeah. going on, let's yeah. just fall out yeah. and just do interview sports, girls, guys, right. keep ball, keep it fresh, keep it honest, and keep it full, then they build their own friendships and that's the toxicity right. that's outside of the complex they, they right. can fall into like I did right. are right. gone. Right. They, they will well, make that natural choice on their own right. to kick it with people that are thriving like they are right. in a whole right. different environment than they grow up. Well, it, it truly is an apple name for for you, your your efforts here in the uh, central part of Virginia, in the Winch Bishopon area where you live in. And I'm I mean we're we're gonna come back. This is worthy at the end of the baseball season, I think what is it like in uh, September or something? Yeah. I, I don't know what it is. But yeah, October's October uh, yeah. is uh, playoff we, over we, MLB, but we'll be yeah. done before then. Well uh, we, we, we could be in September yeah. and in Louisiana. I would pray for my boys and yeah. that we'll be at the World Series. And we well, you just let us know that. when you're coming into a conclave yeah. of yes, the sir. season or getting close to it because we want to follow up on and see how this great product that you're doing through using sports to save lives, to yes, produce the future. And I just and want to have you to do more of it. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. if there was somewhere that, you know, I could, through Facebook and all these different things, I could get more kids, even mm-hmm. if their parents can't afford them. Mm-hmm. Just drop them off. They're already here. Mm-hmm. You know, that mentality, like, yeah. and make that impact because that's fulfilling to me. Pray for the financing of your dream. That's yeah. what we call that right now. I'm not trying to get into our normal uh, right. facade of what we and my wife and all the brothers and that we affiliated and all the professional sports as we are with those that, that, uh, that we call it the fraternity of, of retired players. But uh, we're going to keep an eye on that and we're going to keep this in prayer because this is what we need to hear with Sports Inside and Out, every name, these type of uh, stories, Max. So uh, we're going to keep it better. We might have some surprises for you, but, you know, we're going to ask the field to put some feelers out for you. But this is very important for the young people of, of Central Virginia and beyond because this could be a very vital thing through, through the media. Uh, we're going to keep an eye on this. And, and Roy, you become a, 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 a part of this 3298 family we got here Very now. Good. You know? Thank you, sir. And uh, Sports Inside and Out are going to keep up with you. And every now and then, I like to pop up there and grab your, 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 your about five or six minutes of your time and say, hey, we got time to catch an update on our Field of Dream facilitator, yes, Ray Pinto. And thanks a lot. God bless you uh, for my being a part. Sir. And don't forget, we're going we gonna, to we gonna be in time. Uh, man, you, my wife will beat, beat me up and say, where's Ray at? <laughs> I mean, look, 
So therefore, we look for it. Look forward to it. Right. Um, I'm excited to right. be able to say that. And, right. And uh, right. Right. I come back and do this year after year. Amen. 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 That's the thing. These kids, like they that. leave after after yeah. a while because I don't yeah. have a place for them yeah. to keep coming back yeah. to. Yeah. And yeah. I get nervous about that, you know, because I yeah. know when I left, bad things happened. Yeah. Now, the good thing is I was good at doing bad things, so I never really was in trouble like yeah. talking about. But, the but best I part knew of, the difference of what I should have been yeah. and not doing. Anything. Well, the best part of it, you got a way to check on them now. That's, That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Pleasure, Brian, and thank you so much for joining us all of our listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us with our new uh, upcoming expansion through uh, dear, dear friend, actor, and film producer Tim Reed. We'll be on at uh, Liberty Cable. Well, that's right, 22 million plus around. And of course, our joint venture and merger in, that merger in, a partnership with uh, the Bermuda Sports Network uh, called Stats, Island Stats. And Sports Inside and Out, what a great time it would be with, to be a part and, and combining with the kids, uh, corners and no corners, out of the country and in the country. I'm Coach Atchew with the voice of the legends of sports here with Maxilla. Uh, producer, studio producer, and uh, we're so happy to have the likes of those that become a part of the legacy of humanitarian need and deed using sports. I'm host catcher. As always, we got to say it, Max, when legends speak, everybody listens. We'll see you later. If you don't listen, you don't bump your head. That's right. Don't forget about Bigfoot out there now. We know where he at. All right, thanks a lot. Roy, go ahead, take some chances, and be here with Ray and the rest of the updates we're going to have. We're having so much fun. Legends, working with those who are creating legends. All right.